Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards, Dave Weishaddle with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. You know, sports betting has been the top story in the gambling news for some time, and recently the ICE Sports Betting Conference was held in New York City just to talk about that subject. People from around the world from the sports betting business gathered to talk about the state of the industry and where sports betting goes from here. Adam Small from usbets.com was at the conference, and he's going to give us a full report on what he saw and heard at this amazing event. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at my pillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. 
Last week, the Ice Sports Betting Conference USA was held in New York City, and it attracted some of the biggest and most influential people in the sports betting business from around the world. And at the center of it all was Adam Small from usbets.com, who's going to give us a rundown of what was seen and heard at this amazing conference. Adam, thanks for joining us. Hey, Dave. Great to be back. Uh, Great to have you back. You know... You see, I think more business is done outside of the panels. So I, I actually want to talk to you about what happened in the hallways, what happened in the uh, different events around the panels. And I know New Jersey last year was a big topic for everyone for uh, sports betting because I guess we were waiting, still waiting for the U.S. Supreme Court decision on whether New Jersey could offer sports betting. Was New Jersey still the big topic of discussion for the uh, people who attended the ICE conference? Less so, less so for sure this year. Um, I mean, this is my first time attending Sports Betting USA, mm-hmm. but uh, the conference has definitely changed from everything I've heard. Uh, last year, I heard it was very small, not that many people attended, and this year it sold out seven or eight weeks in advance of the event, and they were selling passes to live stream online, which is crazy. Wow. <laughs> I have never heard of an industry conference in our industry selling out before. So, um, Things are changing, for sure. Um, there were definitely a lot of people in town, including uh, people I would think of as kind of industry power players who weren't even in the conference, who were just in the city. Uh, I heard about some guys renting a boardroom a, a block away and having meetings the whole week. Uh, I heard about other people who were just same sort of thing, like just sticking around their hotel, having meetings the whole time, whether it was because they, they couldn't get a pass at conference or just because... Uh, their purpose of business didn't involve being at the event itself, but just being there to meet with others who were in town for it. But yeah, there's a lot of business that goes on behind the scenes of these things, and that's nothing new. Um, one thing that was really interesting to me being at the event was just uh, just how many different different types of people and people from kind of different areas of the industry were there. And, you know, you're asking about New Jersey. And I saw David Reebok. I saw some of the major uh, like legal names and stuff like that from New Jersey. But also, um, I met a guy from the Connecticut Lottery, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met uh, legislators from other states. I saw uh, casino execs from various states. There's a lot of talk about uh, what what other states are going to be uh, legislating and uh, regulating sports betting as well as other forms of of gaming or iGaming. There's a lot of talk about expansion and consolidation and just a lot of industry movement in general. And yeah, there were were a lot of power players at this event. I would definitely not characterize myself as being at the center of it all, but I I was kind of a fly on the wall and definitely caught a lot of interesting things going on. Well, I know you talk to a lot of people uh, involved in the sports betting industry. Do you get the sense that it's progressing in the way they thought it would be, or were there some surprises with regard to the industry and its expansion? I think uh, I'm personally surprised at how fast it's all moving. Mm-hmm. I just I think uh, those of us who've been following iGaming and been involved in, in online poker and online casino for years and years now uh, are used to things moving at snail's pace. We're used to hearing, oh, Pennsylvania is going to pass this year. Oh, no, not this year. Maybe next year. Okay, maybe the year after. And, you know, just kind of baby steps, making small amounts of progress, gaining, you know, new allies, but not getting to the finish line. And it's been pretty amazing just how fast uh, states have been passing legislation, just getting right through it, um, making these things happen, and, and other things outside of legislation, too. Uh, just hearing about partnerships between uh, sports leagues and uh, and casino companies, or sports leagues and gambling interests, uh, teams and gambling interests, the announcement between uh, MGM and Major League Baseball, which happened while we were at ICE, is, is pretty amazing. I mean, the sports leagues... And professional teams have just almost overnight gone from we are against any sports betting outside of Nevada to uh, we fully embrace this and are looking for all the business opportunities for ourselves. So there, there definitely has been a seismic shift in the U.S. in terms of attitudes and in terms of just the speed at which legislative progress is happening. We now have sports betting in 
eight states now that Rhode Island has gone live. And we're expecting, you know, Arkansas to be on the way. They had they had a sports and, and gambling expansion passed by voter referendum. They still haven't built casinos, but they're coming. And, uh, and, and you know, it could be in 2019 that five, six more states pass. It definitely is within the realm of possibility. I mean, we all kind of said that optimistically, you know, maybe online poker and casino would start speeding up. But it really looks legitimate that sports betting is going to continue to expand stick around we'll be right back with more house of cards Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped. The itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com. Did you get the sense that the uh, participants in the um, or, or the people who attended the conference felt the expansion is going smoothly? Or have you heard of people saying, you know, take New Jersey, for example, they could have handled this aspect of the business in a better way. Has there been some concerns about, you know, how it's being done right now or it's it's all great in everyone's eyes? I think I mean I think it's a mix of those two things. Um there are definitely a lot of experienced industry veterans who are sort of shaking their heads at how fast things are moving and I don't think anyone's concerned or I haven't heard concerns about major problems happening or any you know, things that could cause the whole industry to shut down or anything like that. But there are definitely people saying that moving fast and trying to be first to market is not the best business strategy. We hear that. Um, But I don't think, again, it's one of those things that we always hear. And I've been one of those people saying that sometimes. um, I mean, when DFS was getting big, uh, I was at times very critical of particularly DraftKings, sort of their audacity, their just willingness to to push the limits on everything to offer NASCAR and golf when it was pretty clear that the, you know, the UIGA exemption that they were sort of touting as the reason it was legal didn't apply to those games, but they just kind of, they just kind of forged ahead and they were more interested in just uh, building their market, their, their market position and, uh, and their audience and 
figured that the legal stuff would resolve itself. And some of it has and some of it hasn't, but here they are. And so many other companies have gone out of business or gotten acquired pretty much, pretty much everybody. Right. So, um, you know, in sports betting, I think that DraftKings again is just sort of at this forefront of, well, we don't care if everybody thinks that people are ready or that the market is ready or not. We're just going to get in there and do it. And they've had amazing success so far. I'm, I'm sure they've had some problems too. And, you know, the, the company's still not profitable as far as I know or anything <laughs> like that. But um, there they are sitting there with more than 50% of the New Jersey market. And the people who are on the sidelines uh, being naysayers uh, are, are just on the sidelines being naysayers. That's not uh, not feeding their families. So I'm, I'm impressed with, DraftKings sort of audacity and and willingness to uh, to just push things ahead. Uh, whether it's going to help things or hurt things long term, I mean, maybe that remains to be seen. But uh, I think what they've proven is that somebody's going to be out there pushing ahead, and that simply saying we should slow things down doesn't really do anything you know that was one of the most interesting things i read uh john brennan wrote a couple of great articles on the ice conference on usbets.com and he uh described when darren Ravel, who was a moderator at one of the uh the seminars and conferences or or the panels and he asked jason robbins the ceo of DraftKings, if DraftKings was profitable and robbins said no when do you think these businesses will start turning a profit with regard to sports betting? Oh, you know, I'm I'm probably not the best person to ask, but I, I think that what they're interested in still after, you know, six or seven, I think probably seven years now that they've been operating is, is just growing their market share, just uh, growing a customer base, uh, growing data points that show that people are using what they're offering. And, uh, you know, it could be years. I don't think, I think, I think from DraftKings perspective, what they care about is can they raise money at a higher valuation every time they, they need more. And as long as they're acquiring lots of customers and showing that their revenue is growing, um, I think the answer is probably yes. So, um, definitely DFS took a downturn, but, now with sports betting becoming uh, becoming one of their big things or their big thing, I'm sure they're going to see increased interest from investors again. And I'm just I'm not sure it even it even matters to them right now. You know, I know New Jersey was the big testing ground for online sports betting. Um, are are you getting the sense from the people involved in this the mobile sports betting arena that you know they're happy how their apps are performing, or do you think? Have you heard about any people trying to modify their apps or the mobile? Is what what is going on with that aspect of the industry? Does anything need to be changed as they expand to other states? I think it's a mix. Um, mobile sports betting, at least in terms of betting on actual uh, iPhone and Android apps, is fairly new, at least in the U.S., uh, due to the fact that offshore sites. Uh, are not going to have apps approved in the app store, uh, which is, you know, less of a problem. Although it's still been, it's been tricky for the New Jersey sites, but they've gotten there. But yeah, a lot of this is kind of still, uh, still in its first phases. Uh, there are definitely some that are performing better than others. And there are certain uh, providers that are having some struggles. I know uh, BetStars in particular was really struggling early on just, uh, just couldn't uh, couldn't get things really going, but it seems like they're starting to pick up now. And um, I mean, DraftKings seems to have seems to have done the best there. FanDuel's done very well. Um, you know, you've got eight eight eight, and you've got William Hill, and a couple others. I think I think it's definitely going to be a race to incorporate the best possible features, and there will be a lot of changes and a lot of new offerings. But so far, it, it just feels like everybody's trying to acquire customers and get them betting and particularly get them betting online because uh, it's already very clear in New Jersey that online, mobile, whatever you want to call it, is the king. It's everything. Uh, retail sports betting is fine. Maybe it'll bring people in the doors at some of these casinos and racetracks. But, I mean, I think, uh, was it Jeff Gurrell from uh, Meadowlands has already kind of come out and said, look, sports betting, 
sports betting is not saving saving the Meadowlands. It's not going to save us. It's good, but it's not going to fix all the all the uh, issues with revenue that they're having or with industry decline. Uh, mobile mobile is where it really matters because that's the big growth area that's out there. So I'm sure people will be investing a lot in those in those products. You know, it's interesting you uh, brought that up, uh, Jeff Gorell from the Meadowlands. I mean, one of the pushes from the U.S. Supreme Court case was, you know what, sports betting is going to help the horse racing industry in New Jersey. I mean, is it st- did he say it, it's still too early to tell or or we're not seeing the money get to the horse racing area? Uh, my understanding is that he just uh, has acknowledged that having a sports book at the Meadowlands is not is not solving the financial pressure that they were under, the difficulties with remaining profitable at the track. Um, I'm sure that their relationship with FanDuel and whatever that means in terms of whatever revenue that they're going to get from FanDuel's uh, mobile and online presence uh, will hopefully, I, I would think that that would be more of a boon for them than the retail book. But yeah, I mean, mostly it just—it sounds like he's acknowledging like sports betting is not the panacea for the Meadowlands. Stick around; we'll be right back with more House of Cards. Are you or a loved one currently suffering from arthritis, COPD, or other chronic conditions and can't get relief from current treatments? If so, there may be another option. Local physicians are conducting research studies in your area today, and you may be eligible to receive up to $1,300 in compensation for participation. That's right. You may be eligible to receive up to $1,300 in compensation and study-related care from a local doctor at no cost. Health insurance not required. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with arthritis, COPD, or other chronic conditions and are interested in learning more about these studies, please call toll-free 855-912-PAIN, 855-912-PAIN. These studies are confidential and are taking place for a limited time. We are looking to connect you to no-cost clinical research studies that are testing new treatments for a variety of conditions. Call 855-912-PAIN, 855-912-PAIN today to see if you qualify. Remember, health insurance is not required. Don't miss this opportunity. Call 855-912-7246. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards with a great new offer from our friends at MyPillow. You've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep and alleviate your sore neck and back and all the special deals you can get through our show. Now, for a limited time, when you buy one MyPillow premium pillow, you can get a second one for free. That's right, free, when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. Head on over to MyPillow.com and click on the Buy One, Get One Free link. You can choose the size of each pillow and choose the fill of each one. You get the same 60-day money-back guarantee, the same 10-year warranty, and all my pillow pillows are made with their patented interlocking fill. That's the buy one, get one free offer from MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. Don't forget to use our promo code CARDS when checking out to take advantage of this great new offer from MyPillow. That's promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with my pillow. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman UG, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. 
We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at 1-855-PRO-LAWYERS for your confidential discussion. Again, that's one 855 5299 Hey, how you doing? This is Joe Walsh. I'm speaking on behalf of Rad. It's okay to rock and roll, right? But don't drive home drunk. But if you're drunk, call me up. I have a limo. I'll come and get you. Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of December 10th, 2018. The Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City has announced it will be opening a sports book. The Boardwalk Casino announced it signed an agreement with Gaming Innovation Group to open its book in early 2019. The deal includes over-the-counter wagering, an online component, and terminals that will be self-service. Fox Sports has inked a new deal with the New York Racing Association. Under the long-term deal, Fox will air more than 600 hours of horse racing from Saratoga Racetrack and Belmont Park starting in the year 2020. This is an increase from the prior deal when Fox Sports 2 aired more than 100 hours of racing from the Empire State in 2018. And finally, I think it has become official, Las Vegas is Sin City. According to the personal finance website WalletHub, Vegas has been chosen the most sinful city in the United States for the third year in a row. Part of the analysis took into account violent crimes per capita, excessive drinking, and the number of adult entertainment venues. By the way, the least sinful city was South Burlington, Vermont. No offense to Vermont, but I'd still rather go to Vegas. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortly and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid! What do you mean, stupid? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com. You know, we've gotten lots of questions from listeners about, you know, what's the difference between the mobile sites and why is DraftKings have so much of the market share? 
is it basically because DraftKings was first and you know people just signed up with DraftKings and felt, you know what, I don't need to check out these other mobile sites? Or is there something that DraftKings mobile site is doing differently than the other mobile sites in New Jersey? It's a good question. Uh, it's not something that, I'm, that I've spent a ton of time looking at. I definitely think that their first, uh, first mover advantage was very important in this case because they, they just got into the mobile market way ahead of anybody else. I think FanDuel was was a full month after DraftKings got in, and Sugarhouse was was close to that. Um, I think that that's a huge part of it. But I mean, they are they are good at they are good at product in general. DraftKings has a a strong history of of putting a lot of effort and investment into their their mobile products in particular, and I'm sure that they're doing a lot of things right. I actually did get on the app the other day and make a couple bets. And I think definitely they've put a lot of thought into just making it accessible, making it uh, simple for new users that come in. That's just one of the one of the main goals, definitely always, is just to to make it not too scary and intimidating for for people who aren't used to betting online on a mobile app. And uh, of course, making it easy to process payments. And and then the other big thing I think that that they're making a big effort to do, and I'm sure the others are doing as well, is is just uh, making sure people are aware of all the options on there, uh, making sure that people are aware that they can bet in game, not just uh, not just on like the full game results, but on in game odds and on prop bets and things like that. So just trying to uh, trying to get each user to do as much as possible on the site. So I think they're doing a lot of things right with all that. I'm not sure exactly which specific things they're doing better than others, but um, we do have full comprehensive reviews up on. Uh, on NJOnlineGambling.com that have been written by Robert Delafob mostly after spending probably 30 to 40 hours per review just researching all of the features of the sites. And I definitely recommend people check those out. By the way, I follow you on Twitter, and uh, and I saw that you actually placed your first bet in New Jersey. And I want to get your personal feeling of what that experience was and um, – <laughs> And also explain what the hell happened to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> falling to the. Uh, yeah, I was. Up did you so, actually uh, jinx New Orleans? I did. Oh yeah, I bet. Uh, so DraftKings had and continues to have a free two hundred dollar bet for new signups. Okay. And if you uh, if you either create a new account or if you already have a DFS account but haven't bet on sports yet, then whatever first bet you make, like if you make a two hundred dollar bet. Uh, regardless of whether you win or lose, you get credited with a free bet for the same amount to your account up to $200. And so I did. I decided I'm going to take advantage of this, get my free bet. I deposited $200 and uh, bet on New Orleans at minus seven to uh, to beat Dallas uh, last Thursday night, which to me looked like a real slam dunk. <laughs> New Orleans has been scoring tons of points on everyone. Dallas is not very good most weeks. And, I mean, New Orleans has been one of really the most consistent teams this year. So I found it pretty shocking that, one, they lost that game, and, two, that the score was what it was. Just um, was very unexpected. But, you know, I think um, – I, 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 I saw that on Twitter, and I made a note. I'm going to ask him about that next time I talk to him. <laughs> well, one of the lessons I definitely learned from it, and it's probably something that has been discussed quite a bit. I've certainly noticed it, and I just wasn't thinking about it that night. Is uh, the Thursday night games are very unpredictable in general. They're not. Uh, they're not usually very good games most of the time, and teams don't always play up to their potential on Thursday nights. Maybe because of the short week, or just because they're off schedule, or or whatever. But yeah, so. Bottom line is, I lost two hundred bucks. I See, got my. I, I would have. Imme- I would have immediately tweeted out that that was De- Delafov's idea, and that's why I did it. <laughs> it was definitely yeah. It was Robert's yeah, fault. It was not Robert's mine. fault. But I, I lost my two hundred bucks. But I did get the two hundred dollar free bet, which I used in the publicest of publicy ways, and bet on the Patriots on Sunday, and they came through for me. So. I ended up turning my two hundred dollars into one hundred and eighty-two dollars, nice. which I guess is a win. So <laughs> you'll take <laughs> that's it. That's my sports betting experience to date. 
well, uh, you, all the sports books uh, uh, coming online and where all the physical sports books being built around the country, have, have you talked to anyone that maybe down the road are expressing concern that maybe this is going to be too many sports books and too many sports betting apps and that's going to affect the profitability of them? Or right now everyone's okay with just opening up as many sports books and going online with as many sports apps as possible? Yeah, I mean, I just don't think – I think that the thing you described is a business issue for yeah. for each individual operator, like how much competition there is and, you know, how they find a way to to get ahead of the rest. Because, I mean, I, I don't believe that there's going to be you know, 20 different sportsbook apps in New Jersey long term, for example, or 25 or whatever. Some will inevitably fail uh, to become profitable or to you know, capture enough market share or whatever. I mean, that's that has happened at least some with online casinos. It's happened with online poker some people will go out of business. I mean, the first the first ever U.S. online poker site that was legal post-Black Friday was uh, Ultimate Poker. And where are they today? The entire company doesn't exist anymore. So um, I, I think that it's a business issue. It's not a market issue. I don't believe that too many competitors is bad for the market. I think it's actually very good for the market because – what it means is that there's going to be more and more investment in acquisition and in product as people try to differentiate. And I mean, we've seen in uh, in New Jersey with online casinos, I think it's been incredibly interesting to watch that market, watch how Golden Nugget, which was at best and is really at best a minor player in the brick and mortar casino scene in Atlantic City, um, but they've become this this dominant player in online casino and iGaming, and they've done it through a mix of very solid product development and acquisition strategies and also um, some incredibly savvy partnerships where they form these these prop partnerships with Betfair and with, uh, with Sugar House that have turned over big dividends for them. I think Golden Nugget, Betfair, and Sugar House are all three in the top five or six online casinos in all of New Jersey, uh, despite there being around 20 total. So um, they've done incredibly well, and uh, and they've done it, you know, against a lot of tough competition from big international companies. And uh, and I think, you know, we'll see the same thing with sports betting and with iGaming in other states, where the more competition there is, the more pressure there is on companies to form good partnerships and to innovate and to stay ahead, and everybody wins. You know, you mentioned MGM before, and I want to hit on that deal that they made with MLB, NHL, and NBA. For people who are not familiar with these deals, what do they basically entail for both MGM and the sports leagues? Is it basically data and logo exchange? I think, um, you know, in, in each case, it's something different. But, um, yeah, definitely it's a, a lot of it is about who's providing official league data or who's receiving official league data and um, in some cases involves promotional aspects and things like that. Um, but what's I think what's the really key takeaway from all of this, uh, regardless of the exact nature of these deals, is that rather than states legislating um, how these spoils get divided up the way, I think the leagues have come in and been pushing for asking for integrity fees and all this, basically asking for, as some put it, a private tax the other day where the, the state forces a tax to be paid, which goes directly into the hands of another private entity. Um, I think that, you know, MGM and Major League Baseball is an example, and there have been others as well, including, you know, the New York Jets have partnered with a couple of operators. Uh, in all these cases, we have uh, the market doing its thing. Uh, businesses getting together and coming to agreements about um, how they can benefit each other by working together, how they can each uh, profit from a partnership rather than just having the state force <laughs> force someone to pay money to someone else. So um, I think all these things are positive steps. I'm really hoping that like 
a year from now, we can look back and just be like, man, that integrity thing was so silly. Things are working so much better now. But I know for now, at least the leagues are still out there sort of pushing this idea that they should be getting some sort of royalty or integrity fee or, you know, whatever they're calling it today. So, um, you know, we'll see how that, that ends. But my hope is that these data deals and these partnerships uh, supersede all of these legislative pushes and that the leagues stop standing in the way for their own selfish purposes of, of letting these markets improve on their own. You know, I, I know the leagues want to start playing games in London and Mexico and Canada. Do you think they're going to start making deals or start looking at deals from, say, European um, operators? Or do you think they're going to really stay within the U.S. and look at the sports betting operators there to make deals with? It's an interesting question. It's not something I'd really thought of till right now. But, yeah, I mean, if they're playing over in uh, – especially when they're playing in London, oh, yeah. for example. I mean, it's it's a great opportunity for them to get out there and, and do something with a Betfair or, you know, William Hill or, you know, one of these other big brands that exists overseas too, um, potentially even, you know, in conjunction with deals that they're doing in the States with the same companies. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, I think they'll be looking at all those possibilities. It seems like some of the leagues are embracing it faster or slower than, others and same with the teams but everybody's going to come around eventually and realize that gambling is here and it's happening and we just need to advance our own business interests as much as best we can stick around we'll be right back with more house of cards Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. You've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep, alleviate your sore neck and back, and the special deal you can get for MyPillow through the show. Well, not only can you pick up the special deal for four MyPillows when you use promo code CARDS, but now you can get $100 off your purchase of the MyPillow mattress. Yeah, that's right, the MyPillow mattress. The MyPillow mattress comes with a 10-year warranty and a 120-day money-back guarantee. The MyPillow mattress is made up of three unique layers, providing you the comfort and support to fall asleep and stay asleep all night. It even has the luxurious Dream Soft cover, which is stain-resistant and stays cool all night. Just head on over to MyPillow.com, click on the MyPillow mattress link, and enter promo code CARDS at checkout to get $100 off your order. Or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. That's MyPillow.com, or call 1-800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. 
written by the leading experts in the gambling industry. All you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com. You know, it's interesting to see the businesses that develop around sports betting. I know media companies are focusing on sports betting, and I, and I don't know about you, but I'm getting inundated with emails about companies who will provide expert analysis to me to help me place my bets. Will we see an increase in businesses that feed off of the sports betting industry? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it's already it's already happening. We're already seeing, I mean, certainly – um, when we talk about the media, I mean, that's the most, the most obvious one. Yeah. Uh, everyone sort of used to joke that in DFS, the biggest winners were media companies. And I think it's, it's pretty much true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Disney, ESPN, whatever. I mean, they made a lot of money off of DFS, even while the companies were not pop, uh, were not, uh, profitable. And, and many of them ultimately went out of business or, or sold. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that media in particular is an industry that is going to change and grow in new and, and good ways, different ways, uh, than it has in the past. We're already seeing just these, these shows popping up on, on several channels. Uh, ESPN is the one that I think of most, and they had a whole team of their people at, uh, Ice Sports Betting USA. Ben Fox was there, the, uh, the editor of, ESPN Shock and David Purdom and Rovell, who, of course, now is no longer at ESPN, but was there on their behalf, um, and, and a couple <laughs> of other people. So, you know, I, I think companies like ESPN and like Fox Sports and like you know, Sports Illustrated and all, all kinds of these uh, different media entities that historically have mostly just followed the games and the players are also going to be following the gambling aspect. You know, one of the amazing things uh, about the ice conference was that from people from all around the world gathered to talk about betting Um, from what you heard at the conference, what can we expect from the business of sports betting? I mean, is online sports betting going to be the focus of the industry? Are we going to expect more deals between professional sports organizations and betting operators? What do you see in the coming year for sports betting? I see uh, a lot more entrance in mobile because I mean, in New Jersey, we still don't even have some of the biggest casinos in play Tropicana, golden nugget. Um, I I definitely see a lot more push into the market from operators. And yeah, I think that as, as it starts to play out a little bit and we start to see who some of the leaders are that, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot more people joining forces, figuring out how, okay, if I can't win on my own, uh, who do I need to win? So a lot more partnerships and potentially more market consolidation as well. Uh, I also think that we'll be hearing about things like exclusive media partnerships and exclusive team partnerships, and everybody's going to be just looking for what their edge can be. What can I do that my competition can't instantly replicate? So, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of that as well. And then on the affiliate side, you know, where, where I reside, I think that we're just going to see more and more entrants. I, I thought it was very interesting that Income Access went out and did um, – that's a subsidiary of PaySafe that um, is involved in marketing online casinos and sports betting quite a bit. Um, Income Access did a survey, and it was more than 20% of affiliates worldwide. That's uh, for for listeners who aren't familiar with affiliates, that's companies that get paid to market for these online sportsbooks and casinos, and that's that's how our company also uh, makes its revenue. Uh, that 
over 20% of affiliates worldwide are planning to uh, make a play at the U.S. uh, sports betting market. I mean, that's a huge number of affiliates worldwide that are planning on getting involved in this. And I think that we'll be seeing a lot more uh, different sites pop up looking to promote these markets. And, And obviously that presents new challenges for people like us, but also it'll be probably a big influx of interesting content for uh, for end users. Adam, we're running out of time, but I want to remind everyone that they can keep up to date in this fast-moving and evolving sports betting and casino business by reading the great articles in usbets.com. And by the way, it's a great follow on Twitter at us underscore bets. It's certainly the resources I use to keep up to date on what's going on in the gambling world. Adam Small from usbets.com. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, Dave. It's great to be back. That's all the time we have for this week's House of Cards. Keep going to our website, houseofcardsradio.com. Keep checking in with Twitter at HOC Radio, and tune in next week. Bye. podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com